Hey y'all, it's Erica and we are back. This week we're going to talk about me time, rest, and getting enough sleep. So as you may know, I am a mom of four kids. Riley is 10, Nolan is 7, I have a three-year-old, and then Brennan is our caboose at one and a half years old. And it is insane that having Brennan and being a mom of four for the past year and a half, I am still struggling with my routine. I'm struggling to find my schedule that makes me feel my best, that gives me enough time for me, that gives me enough time for rest, that gives me enough time for actual sleep. And it has been an ongoing process for the past year and a half of trying to figure this out. You know, Right after you have the baby, you can't even go off of that. Your schedule's so crazy with a newborn. And so it's usually about at the year mark of their first birthday where things start to fall into a routine and you can kind of keep your head above water a little bit. But because I have three other ones, it is complete chaos all the time. And for the past three months specifically, I've really buckled down on trying to be better with my schedule, being more disciplined with planning things out, being more productive in the time that I have to work and present with the kids when I have them. Because what was happening is my, my, you know, I'm as a business owner and my husband owns his own business too. Our schedules are unpredictable and are never the same from week to week. And so I crave predictability, you know, I crave a schedule where I know what to look forward to. And I was feeling I was starting to feel like I wouldn't say that I was depressed. I've never been I wouldn't say that I've ever been depressed or suffered with depression. And so I can't relate to that or describe how that feels. But depression for me, like what made me feel really sad and made me feel down and not like myself is not having any time for myself and having a schedule that is complete chaos all over the place and not knowing what to expect from day to day. And it was really starting to get me down and it's affected my work. It's affected my mood. And three months ago, I just had enough and I was like, I I can't do this anymore. And so I made a one page, one week schedule so that I could literally keep my entire family on the same page. And this is something that I've I've shared with my clients because as simple as it is, it's been so impactful in our lives because now instead of keeping my own agenda, which I haven't found an agenda that I love, something is always lacking. Like I want to see my entire week laid out on the pay, the open book and the one I had had a a day on each page. And so it was, I had to flip pages to see the entire week and it, it really added to stress in my life. And so I made this one page week schedule and I've committed to filling it out every Friday for the following week. So what I do is I write in all of my obligations. That's anything that I need to do work, workouts, you know, reading, exercise, well, in any kind of extra walking. Um, I've included our dinner plans on there. Then my husband fills his section out. And then we fill out the family stuff when we need to drop kids off at school, pick them up, bring them to practices, games, when we're going to church, like every single thing 
that we are doing is on this schedule. And so I also color code it. Pink is me, my husband's orange, and then anything family is yellow. So it's clear as day on the on the fridge. You can just look up and see color coded what's going on for the week. And it's it's really helped reduce stress and chaos in all of our lives. And the kids even enjoy it because they can see which one of us is bringing them to school when they have early dismissal, when they have practices. And it's helped helped us all be more organized. And organization is definitely a key to reducing chaos and stress in your life. And so as I've shared this over the past three months, it's crazy to me how many people struggle with the same thing. And I'm mainly talking to women, moms, and because we, well, I'm mom and that's who my friends are. But we, not that our, our husbands and the dads don't do anything, but we tend to be the gatekeepers of everything. We keep everything organized. We run the grocery lists and make the menus and fill out the schedules. And we're kind of the organizers of the family. And so many moms are just stressed out. So many women are stressed out. And I can only imagine that the guys are the same way. I think guys just don't open up enough. They kind of keep it to themselves where, you know, we're yappity blappity when the girls get together, like we have to share this stuff and get it off our chest. And it makes us feel better to know that we're not alone, that maybe you get a tip from another friend of how they got through it. And so this is what I want to talk to you about this week, because not having enough time for yourself has health effects. It has side effects on your health and it's it you have to take time for yourself. And I know that a lot of women feel guilty for for taking time for themselves. Moms feel guilty if you have to go to the gym for an hour because you got to schedule in your drive time, then you're at the gym for a 45 minute workout, but you have to be there early and then maybe stay a few minutes after to talk to your friends and then you got the drive home. So it's at least an hour maybe an hour and a half that you take away from your family time to go pour into yourself. And a lot of people struggle with this and feel guilty about it. But I'm going to tell you, every single person I've ever run to, and I've been in the fitness, I've had a fitness career for over 10 years. We've, I've had a gym for most of that time. And even though the recurring theme is I feel guilty for taking this time for me. The other side of that is once I do take the time, I feel so much better. I don't feel as stressed out. I feel like I can handle things better. I'm not as snippy with my kids. I'm in a better mood. I feel more empowered. I feel more energetic. And then they don't feel guilty after the workout because they realize it's made them a better person. And every single one of us needs to have time for ourselves. If you've ever seen your kids get like overwhelmed or stressed out where they're like overstimulated and they just need to go in their room and play or go in their room and watch TV or read a book, like every single one of us needs some me time where we don't have interactions with another human. We need downtime on our brain. We need sleep. Rest and recovery is such a huge part of who we are as human beings. And as mothers, if you're not taking me time, you're showing your family, you're teaching your family that that is not something that's important and that they also should not take me time. And you may not think about this now, but your kids will do what you do. And 
they're going to grow up if you're always stressed out and you never take care of yourself and you never exercise, you're always feeling frantic and like you can't fit enough in, that's going to rub off on them. And when they see that every single day, more than likely they will repeat your same pattern patterns. This is how we have generational quote unquote curses. When you hear people talking about breaking the generational tight holds that are on their families, maybe it's, you know, not making enough money, or maybe it's obesity, or it's just because when you are in an environment, you are most likely going to be like that environment. They say, you know, if you put five successful people in a room, and that's who you're hanging out with, more than likely, you'll be the sixth. And if you put five lazy, obese people who overeat and don't exercise in a room, and that's who you hang out with, more than likely, you'll be the sixth. You become a product of your environment. And so as mothers, it is our job to teach our children that we are important. God made us to be on this earth for a purpose and for us to thrive. And you cannot live out your purpose and you cannot thrive and you cannot be energetic and you cannot be your best self if you're constantly running yourself into the ground and burning the end at both burning your candle at both ends. It just doesn't work that way. And if you feel guilty for going to the gym, know that you don't have to have a gym membership to exercise. You can go outside and go for a walk. And your kids can come with you, but that shouldn't really be the habit because you need some time to yourself. So there's plenty of ways to fit in exercising. You need to eat well. You need to get some sleep. You need to drink water. These are all things that if you're not doing them, it's selfish. You feel like it's selfish to take the time to pour into yourself But it's actually selfish to not do those things because you're not giving yourself your best. And you know that. You know it because you feel stressed and you feel tapped. And you go cry in the corner by yourself or go hide in your closet. And you have these moments where you cry in your car. You just are like, I can't take anymore. Or you snap at your kids too easily. Those are all signs that you're not taking enough time for yourself and you're showing your kids that. And so I wanted to share some things that I've learned as I dove into researching sleep for this episode. And the statistics show that one in three people are not getting enough sleep. And what enough sleep is for an adult is seven hours or more. Seven hours or more is how much you should get every night. So what you can do is figure out what time in the morning you need to wake up, which if you can give yourself an hour in the morning before the kids get up, that'll give you time to make your spark or your coffee, whatever your morning drink is, read your devotional, pray, Just sit in silence, have a moment for yourself before they wake up. If you're waking up at the same time as your kids, it feels chaotic. So figure out what time that is that you need to wake up and backtrack at least seven hours. That's when you need to be sleeping. You should be in bed 30 to 60 minutes before the time that you should be sleeping so that you can get seven or more hours of sleep a night. Most people get less than six hours of sleep. 40% 
have have said that they're falling asleep during the day at random times. One in 25 adults have reported that they've fallen asleep while driving in the last 30 days. While driving. And y'all, I can tell you right now, there are plenty of times I have been guilty of this that I have had to like snap out of it and sit up tall in the car. Like I just feel like I'm getting ready to fall asleep and it doesn't matter that I'm driving. Like I'm just so tired. Is that you? So do you know that there's also health concerns that come other than just feeling cranky and unmotivated and not, you know, too tired to work or exercise and not feeling like being eating healthy and just not feeling your best. Other than those symptoms, sleep deprivation raises the risk for many other chronic health problems, including obesity, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, poor mental health, depression, and even early death. Sleep is a part of of who what we are as humans, we need sleep. And then if you're someone who works out and you're not sleeping enough, you're going to notice that it's harder for you to recover in the gym, that you always feel sore. Then when you come for your workouts, you never really feel like you never feel athletic or you never feel like you can give it your all because you're just so tired and run down and sore. You may also not see results because your body's so stressed out. You just hold on to fat. You have too much stress in your life. You need sleep to lose weight. You need sleep to have better mental health. You need sleep for energy. When you sleep and you get into REM sleep, that is when your muscles repair. So when you're working out and you're lifting weights, you put tears into your muscles. And the way you rebuild those tears is through your protein intake and and sleep and water. That repairs your muscles. And when you repair your muscles, they grow. And that's how you get the tone look. And that's how your metabolism picks up. That's how you get energy. So sleep is so important. So if you're skimping on sleep, you're skimping on your life. You're cutting corners here and you're ne- you're never going to feel your best. And I hope that this encourages you or gives you the permission that you don't need. But sometimes we do feel like if someone just agrees with me and gives me the permission that I need sleep or gives me permission, then I feel better about doing it. This is your permission that you need to sleep seven or more hours a, a night But you also need to add in restful time. I'm going to share this this schedule with you. My one-week schedule, email me uh, or send me a message on Instagram. It's Erica Looning. Send me a message on Instagram and I will email you this one-week schedule if you don't already have it. And when you fill this out and I show you how to color code it and all, If your entire schedule is completely blocked out in color, it's too much. You're going to have to revisit it. You're going to have to see where you can add in some white space on your calendar because our brains need it. This is why when you read a book, there's a white border 
there's white space, a perimeter around the words. The words are not from top to bottom, left to right. There's blank space between there. There's space between sentences and words and you know, it's, it's not from end to end because our minds can't handle that. We need white space on there. Our minds need need that to be able to process. It's just like a computer. Your computer, when you enter in a command, it needs time to process. And so do our brains. And if we're overstimulated and we're not getting enough rest, we can't process things right. And you may still be able to go to work and keep your kids alive, but you're just surviving and you're just being mediocre, your mediocre self. You're not thriving. You're not giving yourself your best. You're not giving your family your best. And they deserve that. And they deserve to learn that lesson from you and to see that you made it a point to take care of yourself and you showed them that it's it's what they should do also. So that as they grow up, they're like, oh, yeah, my mom always made us healthy meals. And my mom always had us drink water. And we were always active as a family. She went to the gym and we would play outside and she let me do sports and, you know, really helped me feel better. Because when you your kids are in sports, they learn leadership. They learn respect. They learn discipline. And it's the same for you. So you'll be teaching your kids so many lessons that will serve them all throughout their adulthood just by you slowing down and taking some me time. I promise you it's not guilty. You shouldn't feel guilty about it. It's not It's not selfish. It's what you deserve. And then this should be like the bare minimum that you exercise and move your body every day. That... You drink water and take your vitamins and eat healthy foods. Like this should be the bar, like the low bar. And then everything above that just adds to like how good you can feel. Taking care of yourself, it it should be a requirement in your life. It's your responsibility to yourself. It's your duty to yourself and your family. So you're the leader and leaders go first. You can... Speak it as much as you want and tell your kids that they should make healthy choices and they shouldn't eat as much junk and they need to get active. But until you're showing them by your example and you're doing that with them, it'll never happen. So you go first, okay? Leaders go first. Moms go first. You are strong enough to do it. You need to just make the commitment and I promise you, you're going to feel so much better. So I'll see you next week for another podcast. This one will be on gratitude since we have Thanksgiving next week. And I don't know if it's quite the gratitude talk that you will be expecting. So I hope that you show up. And if you liked this episode, share it with another mom that maybe y'all had a conversation and she said that she feels guilty for going to the gym or she doesn't take time for herself or you know, you know your best friends that would need to hear this message. So don't keep it to yourself because you never know who needs to hear a message that will just awaken them and make them feel so much better and give them encouragement. And that's what this podcast is all about is uplifting each other and just being there for each other as women and moms. All right. See you next week. Have a great day.